0: you break out all of your fall decor i went into a hobby lobby and let me just tell you they already have christmas up i mean maybe like a fall wreath here and there but christmas but if you are one of those girls who's counting down the days for starbucks to release their pumpkin spice latte my pccb my pumpkin cream cold brew then the days are just around the corner my friend and i am so excited for us But with the start of fall comes with the start of a lot of new things like the start of a school year for our teacher and student friends listening. But it could also mean it's the start of something else like maybe you have an eye on a small business adventure or just a small little side hustle hobby that you really wanna kick into gear and you want to see happen. This is for my girls that are eyeing that idea. You know what I'm talking about. We're talking side hustles, hobbies, small businesses and systems in today's episode. Is it actually that hard to get started? Are there shortcuts you should know about along the way? We have small business guru, Jamira Pollard to help answer all of these questions. Jamaira is a coach for creative entrepreneurs and might just be exactly what you need to help you get started, stay on track, or get clarity on something that you've already started. I'm with you. I don't think it's as hard as sometimes we make it out to be, but I do think there are some things we need to take care of and some business that needs to be solved before we dive right in. And today's episode is to help you with exactly that. You are small business guru and love to love on entrepreneurs. And so I need to know, like, do you work best at home, coffee shop? Do you have like a office set up in your house? Tell us like where your favorite place is to work these days.
1: So it's so funny because I, my business has always been virtual. So, you know, the pandemic didn't change anything there except for my coworkers, my kids and my husband. Mm -hmm. Uh, But oddly enough, yesterday I carved out some time in the morning and I went to Panera uh, and I worked there. And it was amazing because I needed that change of scenery to get some things done. But 99% of the time I'm at home in my home office, which is my place of
0: peace. Yes. Okay. It's funny because I think, whenever i think of someone else's small business for some reason i have an idea of what it looks like in my head and it's generally like never like that so i have like this beautiful like peaceful office set up in my mind that you're in right now light and pink right <laughs> light and pink absolutely pinterest perfect and then in reality like i'm recording in my master bedroom because i have guests right now that are staying in my office space and where are you recording from I am in my
1: closet. That's right.
0: Well. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Oh, I just feel like we have to break that standard of what people expect this to look like because it's not always—it's not always that way. It doesn't have to be that way to jump yeah. right in, right?
1: Not at all. You do what you can with what you have, and you keep it moving. I'm literally in our closet on my husband's side, and his suit jackets are hitting me in the head. But look, we're getting it Amen. done.
0: Amen. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> just real. That's real. So for anyone listening that's waiting to take a step in the forward direction for your small business or entrepreneur, or you clicked play on this episode because you saw the title or read the description and knew that Jamiro was your girl, we're so glad you're here. Welcome to the mess. Like we are in it with you Absolutely. and are excited to jump right in. Tell me all about yourself and who you are and tell our friends what you do, um, just so that we can kind of have an idea that you are the girl for the job to talk all about the things we're going to talk about today.
1: Ooh, the pressure. (laughs) Hi, everybody. I am Jamaira, and I am uh, based in the DMV area, so that is uh, Northern Virginia, uh, Washington Metro, but I live on the Virginia side. I have been a small business owner for 15 years uh, this year. And I started as a wedding planner, so I did that for about 12 years. And then I felt called to do something else. And so now I'm a coach for creative entrepreneurs and also just moms and busy bees. I am married to my high school sweetheart. I have two children, favorite daughter Peyton, and favorite son Jackson. And um I just, you know, love all things small business, entrepreneurship. I love the idea of being your own boss. It is the hardest job, but it is the best job because of the freedom to do what you love on your own terms. And so I'm now a coach. I help other um, entrepreneurs do their best, show up as their best, and have fun doing it and, and making money along the way.
0: Amazing. I know that our friends listening are thinking, that is beautiful and brilliant, and I want to do those things too. Like, I want to make the jump. Maybe they're in corporate. Maybe they are in the school system. Maybe they are, I don't know they fill in their own blank, but they know for a fact that they want to be their own boss and Mm -hmm. maybe switch up what their current eight to five is. What unsettled feeling did you have? When did you know it was the right time to just go for it? Was there a right time to just go for it?
1: Hmm. That is a great question because my journey is actually a little different from most. I always, I ran my wedding planning business uh, alongside having an amazing nine to five as an executive assistant. I made great money doing it. However, I knew that in that season I was passionate about wedding planning and I was actually really good at it. Um, But then it came a point uh, in about around 2017 where I started to not feel my best. And so I took a lot of tests, saw millions of doctors, and then they diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. And so for me, it was a situation where as much as I love doing the job, It was a pause in a hard season of realizing that I was being called to do something else. The interesting thing is I had an inkling that I needed to kind of focus on other people. And so I had went back to school to get my MBA so that I could also have that hands-on experience as a wedding planner, but also wanted the education to back it up. And so oddly enough, I had already started putting the wheels in motion to be a coach and, you know, pour into my clients, but then I was also going to try to do it and also still do wedding planning, but God had another plan. And so for me, it was, you know, it was hard to let go of that, but I know now looking back, you know, of course everything happens for a reason and he Mm -hmm. needed me to take care of myself. My family obviously is my everything, but I'm now able to show up and serve and pour into my clients and, it's great. But for me, it wasn't really a decision that was mine, but it was me actually listening and being led to be where I am. And I know I'm exactly where I need to be because I listened and I have clients, you know, that are in a season of fear of, okay, should I leave? Um, I'm not sure if this is the right decision. I have security in my job. I have benefits and I have all the things, but I always say that, you know, you got to count and bet on yourself. You get one chance, you get one opportunity, and tomorrow is not promised. So would you rather say, okay, I tried and I and I showed up versus having regrets when you see someone else doing what you want to do? Mm. And so I just, you know, I want to encourage someone listening to just start making a plan and know that other people are doing it so you know it's possible and it can get done.
0: That is exactly what I feel like people need to hear. Absolutely. And I love too how you're like, it wasn't my decision to make and how God seriously lined up so many different opportunities and also disappointments to create an opportunity that was bigger, better, maybe what you could have ever thought of or dreamed up yourself. And that's what he promises us when we step into what he's calling us to do. It's always going to be cooler. (laughs) So just go for it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. His plan is always, always greater than than our own. And, And this allows me to show up as a mother in the way that I've always dreamed to do. Because I can't imagine still being in that hustle, doing those two jobs at the rate that I was doing it. It was, you know, it's not possible with my health at this point, but it's it's amazing that I'm actually feeling more fruitful and I feel like I am operating in abundance because I did listen.
0: Yes. Okay. So let's talk about, maybe someone's got this idea, but they are in that like nine to five, whatever it looks like for them. Um, and they're like, man, I, I want to start my photography business I want to start wedding planning like I want to start my Etsy shop or whatever it looks like for them what would you say to encourage them if they're in that space of the not yet but they know they want to you know keep in
1: your the back of your head that yes you can number one like don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do something when we all know that again it's possible I always, I'm a planner by trade. I'm also Enneagram One, which if you do the research there, uh, we are very much uh, list makers and and doers. And so, yeah. So for me, it's all about planning. Um, It's taking time. And maybe, again, we talked about where do we work. If it is a coffee shop, if if it's your office, if you have to go to your basement or another room, block off some time and start writing out what your ideal looks like. If you do want to have a photography business or a wedding planning business or whatever it is, how many hours do you want to work? How many weekends do you want to work? How does it fit into your lifestyle that you really want? So I want to encourage you to build your business around your family and the things that matter most to you instead of just trying to make everything else, you know, work around the business. And so it's a make a plan, like run your numbers. So important to know, you know, what sales goals you need to make and how many packages you need to sell or how many clients you need to serve. And so, you know, it can replace your income if need be or be okay with, okay, I'm going to quit the 9 to 5, but I may get a part-time job, you know, working at Target or Starbucks if it means I have freedom to now pick up my kids from carpool or be an attendant at all their games. So, just honestly think about all the possibilities, the different scenarios. Think outside the box to make it work in the season of, you know, getting started and planting those seeds and know that, you know, you don't have to ask anybody for a sick day anymore. You don't have to get permission or count your leave days. No, you can make your own rules and and be your own boss. And that's just the most amazing feeling. Mm -hmm. So get to work, get planning, pull out a pen and paper um, and, you know, shameless plug, hire a coach does not need to be me at all. But <laughs> but Jamaira's a know, girl. Yeah. Well thank you. But it's important to work smarter and not harder. Like when I started a hundred years ago, you know, business coaches and strategists for small businesses wasn't really a thing. Now there are so many amazing people that have walked um your, you know, the path that you're trying to be on. And so invest in them while you still have money from your nine to five and your corporate job. I always say use your corporate job as your investor, uh, which is what I did when I was trying to build a new website and rebrand and do all the things. I used the money and bonuses or whatever, and I poured it back into my small business. And so I saved and I did what I needed to do there so that at some point I felt like, okay, we're going to figure this out. And I know I got what it takes.
0: That's right. Oh, that's so good. I love that you mentioned being an Enneagram one. I too, like love... Tool of the Enneagram and what it can reveal to us about ourselves. And if anyone doesn't know or isn't familiar with the Enneagram, specifically the type one, they are very good at systems and being organized and having a plan. (laughs) So the fact you mentioned that, I'm like, yes, we have found the right person. Absolutely. So, like, what kind of systems should someone, let's say, like within business and without business, like, if if there's someone for fun listening to this that's thinking about dabbling or even not, that they just know that they need more systems in their life, more structure to maybe free up some time to go and do the hobby or the dream or the small business on the side they want to do. What kind of systems can they start implementing today for that?
1: Yes, I love it. <laughs> um, so it's interesting because, you know, as I was building my coaching business, I realized that a lot of people get started because they have God-given talent. But no one teaches you uh, or no one tells you that, hey, you're going to now have to be an accountant, graphic designer, copywriter, social media manager, like all the things. Mm -hmm. And so I realized as I worked with clients who were killing it, they were doing amazing. But their business back end was just not what it needed to be. And so that is why I built out courses to help with putting systems in place so that you can focus on what matters and you can be the innovator um, and visionary within your business. And so with systems, basically systems allow you to free up more time. It allows order and structure. And it's great so that when you are building your business, you can hire people and they can take some of the tasks off of your plate. And so as you are getting started, just start to write out every single task that goes into a particular job. So you did mention Etsy shop. So someone has a shop. From the time someone inquires or orders, from the time that that package hits their doorstep, what are the things that need to happen? So write it out, um, put it in a spreadsheet, because there may be a time where you are killing it, but you may need to hire some help and you want to be able to explain to them how your business works, how it operates, the standard operating procedures. And so you have to treat your small business as if it is a Fortune 500 company. I did a I was at a conference last week and I spoke on that and I was like, "Hey, we have these goals that we want to make for our businesses, but we still treat them itty bitty. I want you to think bigger. I want you to to run it like it is making the millions that you hope to make." So, that's um having all your business back in in order. And so, systems basically will allow you to see what needs to happen, see who's the best man or woman for the job, seeing how much it's going to cost you to do it, and then where you can scale. And then, interesting enough, I even have systems uh, within my home so that I can actually free up more time to work back in my business and to also um, love on my family. So, um, my core systems for your sanity actually um, allows you to see. How you can free up time on every day, every week tasks such as laundry, meal prep, getting your kids and yourself ready for the week. How you can streamline it and literally save hours. Um, and it's been a game changer because sometimes we don't realize we're reinventing the wheel every time you pull out an ironing board and iron to get something done. It's like, do I need to do this every single day? No, I teach you to do it once and then you free up that time. So You can do systems in your home, in your business, um, especially if you're finding yourself doing the same things over and over again. It's time that we create a system for it.
0: That's right. Okay, so I always love to say, like, Beyonce only has 24 hours in her day too. (laughs) so And she is killing the game. I mean, there's so many – I mean, you choose your hero, right? Do you choose somebody that you look up to and admire, Beyonce or not? But I'm just saying, like, we all have 24 hours in our day. So what does it look like to use it efficiently, effectively – not only because we want to free up time but also because it gives us the emotional freedom the like physical freedom logistical freedom to be able to be present for the things that actually matter
1: but beyonce also has a team and so yeah you start just you but again by looking at the task and knowing running your numbers and knowing let's say for example if my rate is a hundred dollars an hour but i'm still scheduling social media i'm still answering emails we'll hire virtual assistant or someone that can take that off your plate and most likely their rate is lower than yours. So you can remove yourself from those tasks and do things that will allow you to generate more income within your business.
0: Mm -hmm. Or even, I mean, I'm just throwing this out there because it's the conversation one of my friends and I had recently, like if if, like everything comes at a cost. So let's just Mm -hmm. say business aside, you're, you're stressed. You have a lot on your plate. Maybe you do have a business that's taking up a lot of energy, children, whatever. But at the same time, like you want your floors to be mopped and you want like your windows to be clean and all the things like, yes, you Mm -hmm. could do that, but it's going to come at a cost just as much as if you were to pay somebody else to do it with you or for you. And so what does it look like to outsource things in your own life? Pick up grocery pickup, um, maybe hiring a house cleaner to come deep clean once a month. That gives you the peace. If like whatever it takes, everything comes at a cost, sometimes physical, sometimes emotional, sometimes financial. So yeah, measuring that everything comes at a cost. And there's someone that's yeah. willing that can step in and sometimes do it better than us, anyways. So
1: yeah, it's so true because when I, you know, realized when I was getting sick, I needed more help around the house. I hired someone to work in my home physically twice a week. To you know, she's a Jill of all trades. She can help me in the business. She helps me with house stuff. I say she's an extension of me. And so I actually hired within my home first, and then my business. So I took some things off of. of of my chore list, for lack of a better term, and hired someone to help me there, which meant that I had more time to sit at my desk and build my business.
0: Yeah, especially if you work from home. I can't imagine, like, I mean, I can, I, it makes it a little easy for me because my office is actually what we call a clothist. It's an office inside a closet that we (laughs) kind of redid. It's really fun, but I can shut the door to that room and feel like I'm cut off from the house. But a lot of people don't have that room in their house if they're working from home. And, I cannot work if I feel like the chaos is around me. I cannot focus, and so, yeah. Even having that gives you a little bit more margin in brain space for other projects. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, I feel like I feel like this is the um, permission a lot of women need. <laughs> they're listening to us. They're gonna go home and be like, "Yes, I'm hiring somebody." <laughs> yeah, you deserve it because you have to
1: think like our parents weren't doing what we we're trying to do. And so your mom to you may have looked like a superhero or your dad, but they weren't necessarily in all cases trying to raise a family in this crazy world we live in, um, still keep food on the table, still manage a home and then start a business and still, you know, focus on their faith and their fitness and their health. It's a lot. And so, you know, if there are resources available, use them,
0: use them because that is how you will get ahead. Absolutely. I think too, that there's almost like a pride issue that comes into here. And I'm speaking from my own, from my own experience here. Okay. <laughs> I sometimes feel like I have such a hard time asking for help because I'm like, no, I can do it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And I, mm-hmm. and I am that way until I get to a breaking point and then all hecky breaks loose and I really need help, like more help than just cleaning my home. And I, or like I need a whole vacation rather than just like one afternoon because it's built up to that point. And so first I want you just give us, give us the truth. Like for people like me that are sitting here thinking like, yeah, that's nice. But like, I really, I got it. I got it. Like what would you say to them? Or have you even experienced that yourself and gotten to a breaking point? Yeah. I mean, burnout is
1: real. And I always joke to my kids, like I'm not an octopus. Like I don't have a million arms. I can't do all the things. Um, and there's no, you know, shame in the game for you mentioned like Beyonce and other celebrities. There's no shame if, if in with them when they're trying to build and grow and be there at the top of their game. They have a whole team. And so, again, you have to operate like your business is that empire that you crave. And you hire people that are the subject matter experts or um, the people that know how to do those things better than yourself. And that is actually just being smart and genius and not being miserable, trying to figure it all out and feeling like you're never enough or you're never going to get to where you want to be. And so this is your permission. This is your wake up call to get online, to ask around, to ask someone if, you know, pour into another person's business or into their family. You know, I feel very blessed that I'm able to have uh, my assistant, Um, you know, she, we pay her and she's able to support her family. And it's a win-win. Like we all win when you do hire higher up in the sense of hiring someone that can handle those, those tasks. And so I feel like it's, you know, it's, it's a win. Yes. There's a little bit of guilt or whatever, but now all my friends are like, Oh my gosh, her name is Kimmy. they are like, I need a Kimmy in my life. And so I'm like, yes, you do. It's life changing. And she allows me to show up way better refreshed and just more focused because I'm not worried about all the little things uh, that make you feel like it's chaotic all around
0: you. Yes. So when we have the time, like let's say someone has taken this practical step, they're hiring up, they're asking for help. They've created this margin in their life. What then do they do with the margin? It's not meant for you just to be able to veg and just scroll or do it. Like it's, it's created to give you another space in your life that you can be effective? So on the business front, once someone has kind of freed up this time so that they could go after things full force, because they can, they have the energy to, what makes that business better in that time? Like what makes it stand out they could do with that extra time they have on their hands?
1: Oh, such a great question. So it kind of goes back to what I was mentioning about systems. And so when you do go from point A to Z, as far as all the things that need to happen in your business, um, I take you through an exercise in my course where you then determine the things you like to do, the things that you have to do, or the things that someone else can do. And so once you take those things off your plate and they go to someone else, you can then decide where you need to pour in uh, more time, energy, and resources that will help move the needle forward. And so in the process of you thinking about um, building your team, I need you to write out the things that you need to take off your plate. And then on the other side of it, write out the things that you know you need to do and invest in or spend more time doing. I have clients where they're like, all right, I need to get my templates in order, or I need to get my canned email responses together, or a new lookbook, or a new product launch, or service, or whatever. So those are some of your big goals. Now you can uh, get back into it and figure out what the next steps are. So make a list of the hot items that need to be handled so that when you do have that time, you can just rock that list and get it all done. And knowing that those things will make a big impact in the next season of your, your business.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to shameless plug for you too, that a lot of times it helps to have somebody from the outside looking in that can give you the expertise, the knowledge, wisdom, or even like help you filter what that time is worth and what you should be focusing on like a business coach, (laughs) like someone who can step in and say, Um, Hey, I think that your time is actually more valuable working on this right now. This is your first step to something bigger. Or like maybe you're sending out that email way too many times. Let's come up with a template that's like fill in the blank. You know, like let's, let's set up these systems so that yes, like you can even squeeze more juice out of that fruit. And it's not just you're working step by step because that can be really frustrating. And like we said earlier, lead to faster burnout. So I just wanted to shameless plug you because having a business coach in your life, at the minimum, like a friend who understands and can see through some things for you is needed.
1: Absolutely. And I'll just use a quick example. I had a client or I have a client where, you know, she's like, Oh, I'm so busy. This is a act. But then when she did have some downtime, because pandemic did allow for that. uh, One of the things on her to do list was to update her service offerings and update her website and social media. Because once she updated her website and social media with the new things that she had done, the amazing project she had worked on. She then went back and we updated her lookbook and service offerings because they matched. So she had up-leveled her work. So we were able to raise her rates and put out a new lookbook, new pricing guide. So people could see the correlation like, all right, she's doing all these high-end luxury events. And so her prices needed to reflect that. But what she was doing was getting all these inquiries at first and just sending out the old pricing guide and losing money because she didn't take time to update those things, which were basically, you know, like her calling cards. So uh, once we did that, people were booking at the higher rate, it was done, and then we'll revisit it in the next couple of months. And then we'll go from there. But she just never had the time to do it. And so she was accepting lower payments because she didn't put everything together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, so good. A good testimony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love this. Okay, back to business. One of the questions that I feel like someone is listening is thinking, I'm anticipating them asking you, is what have you seen just being the biggest challenge overall with the small business owners that you coach? Like, is there an underlying common denominator that we should all know about? Because we'd love to know about the red flags.
1: <laughs> to me, um, the red flags are just, you know, taking off and not taking time to actually get your foundation right. It's like, I'll work with clients, like I've mentioned earlier, who have killed it and I'm guilty of it. When I started, it my business just took off and I never took the time in the beginning to create that business plan to figure out how to grow and scale my team, to hire the right people, an accountant and a, you know, social media manager or whatever it was that would allow me to actually just operate in my zone of genius. And so the red flags are just going out there and showing up and producing whatever it is, but not taking care of your business back in. And so I just think that if you carve out some time to get your business foundation solid, get your business license, get your tax stuff together, get your systems in order, get your LLC or whatever it is, take the time to do that. So that is done. And then then you build off of that. Because if your foundation is shaky, which are all those things I mentioned, it's only so long that your business is going to be able to, you know, just grow and thrive when it's operating on shaky ground. So build that team that is solid, get all your ducks in a row. Um, People do not want to focus on that kind of stuff. They want to do the fun things and be creative and do whatever, but I'm a business major. And uh, so for me, I love all things business. And so that's why it's, it's fun for me to go in and work with businesses to get their stuff together because I know how important it is. Like you have to have all of your stuff in in order because you don't want the IRS coming after you, you don't want people saying you know your business is janky or anything crazy. you're like, nope, here's all my documentation it's a legit business, and you can you know stand proud with your shoulders up and your chest out because you are running a real legit business and not a quote unquote side hustle you know it doesn't matter how many hours you're putting in if your stuff is right and it's legal and it's together, you got yourself a business.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. And you have the peace of mind. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I want to know what some of the resources are that you can maybe point some people to if they want some more information about what we're talking about. It could be totally you and a shameless plug. It could be other books or courses or whatever that you think that would just be helpful for the women that are leaning in and seriously like want more from this conversation.
1: So great question, because I love sharing. I, I really do. I feel like when I find something amazing, I want to tell everybody about it. Yes, because, you do. You, know, you want your time back. Um, so if you go to jamyra.com slash resources, you will find there all of my favorite tools for business and even for home. So the tools that I use to run my business, tools that even my some of my clients have loved, because I coach different types of Uh, clients, different businesses. And so what works for one business may not work for all. And so it's important to try things out, see what works for you. Uh, Most of these programs have, you know, seven day or 14 day trials. So take advantage of it. Um, For my business personally, I use Dubsado to send contracts and invoicing and to communicate. So I love it there. Flowdesk for newsletter, especially if you have products and things launching. Um, If you want to get your systems in order for your Home. My course systems for your sanity. Um, you can go to systemsforyoursanity.com and get started there. And then, if you want to get systems jump started in your business, my course systemsforyourbiz.com. Uh, you can find it there. But slash resources will take you to a rainbow of amazing tools that will help you on this crazy entrepreneurial journey.
0: Yes. Amazing. We love resources and we love also sharing what we're learning, which is why one of my favorite questions to ask is what are you loving these days that you have to share with the people? It could be, it could be something business minded. It could also be like a playlist, a product, anything.
1: Um, I'm loving in this season. Uh, I allowed myself in the last like month to actually stop reading business books and to read for fun. And I talked about it on yes. Instagram recently. Like I. I listen to podcasts in the car. I listen to audiobooks, and I force myself to like keep up with what's new and innovative for my clients. But I took a a pause and said, "I'm going to read for fun, like I did when I was in college and before I had children." And it has been so refreshing, and so it's been a nice break from reality there. Um, And then, what else am I loving? I just love connecting with people. I spoke at a conference, and I met some some amazing creatives and women who are really just going for it. And so it's been really nice to connect with them on social media. I, I'm there every day. And so um, I may not post every day, but I'm definitely cheering other people on in the DMs, leaving comments. Um, when I see people winning, you know, we celebrate them. And so that's also been something I've been spending time doing is celebrating other people's wins um, because, you know, it's it's their season, it's their time. And, you know, the saying is when God is in blessing your neighbor, he's in the neighborhood. So, you love and you support them. And then when it's your time, you will have the support and encouragement you need to thrive as well.
0: Mm, that's why I'm a Jamira fan. I love that so much. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, I have to ask though, what books are you reading, the fun fiction ones? Because I have some of my favorites and I'm wondering if they overlap. Oh, goodness. So,
1: fun. So, there's this author, Jasmine Gullery. I saw her on, I think she was in Reese's Reese Witherspoon's book club. Um, and so, she has a book. What is it? uh, While We Were Dating or Party of Two, literally just like romance type of novels. And so I've been reading her books uh, lately. I have some other beach reads. Like I literally Googled beach reads, summer beach reads because we went on a family vacation. And I don't even know, like, where do you find these books or whatever? And, you know, Target. And I'm like, okay, I bought a what is it? Kindle Paperwhite. And it's been great because I had been traveling for work a lot. And so just super light and fun. And I'm like trying to see what happens at the end. Does the guy get the girl? Like all of the, the fun things um, in that. But my business book library is extensive. So it's really hilarious to go and see like the two nonfiction rom-com <laughs> type of books.
0: On, <laughs> on the bookshelf. As I was saying, you probably have a dense library full of really good, really good reads for small business though. So yes yeah uh i recently shared some of my favorite reads over on instagram shameless plug so i'll link that in our show notes too for our friends that are like oh i yes. have to know what yours are because i need to know
1: i'm gonna go check it out
0: yes i will send you the link as well because they really are so good like oh so good so i will link that in the show notes for our friends that are wanting to read with us we could start like a book club mm-hmm. but you can mm-hmm. never go wrong with reese Witherspoon's picks like she she's always got it she's She's amazing, book picker. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Jamira, thank you so much for joining me and spilling, man, all these good resources and tips and practicals. This is what I think a lot of us needed the permission to find help, the logistical next steps, and then also just some love and encouragement. We just so much appreciate you.
1: Thank you. This has been amazing. And I always say I'm an open book. So anyone listening, you can definitely shoot me a DM, an email. Let me know you listen listened to this episode. Let me know how I can help you so that again, you have more time to love on yourself, love on your family and grow your business.